This is ENFP Dream Fan, and for this episode I'm doing my fifth of 12 Atlanta Dream Player Profiles, this time in 15th overall pick and the steal of the 2022 WNBA Draft, Naz Hillman. In her senior season at Michigan, she was a foundation of a Wolverine team that made a tournament run all the way to the Elite Eight. Uh, according to her hoop stats, Naz Hillman was second in win shares among seniors. The only player ahead of her was Melissa Smith. She averaged 21 points, uh, and she averaged 23.9 in 2021, shot 57.3% from the floor, and she had two seasons of shooting over 60%, 9.6 rebounds, uh, 11.4 in 2021, uh, 2.1 assists last season, her second season of averaging 2-plus assists, 1.2 steals, and half a block. So basically a, a block every other game. Uh, she's just another of those players that just contributes in so many different ways and can't wait to see how she progresses in the W. I just uh, have a lot of uh, hope in her potential, and uh, the stat breakdowns I, I go over for my projections for 2022, uh, I'm hoping she shatters them. Uh, I had her in uh, the top five uh, all offseason long as I've talked about. I just love uh, Naz Hillman's game, and I'm just really excited to see what her future is uh, in an Atlanta Dream uniform uh, beside Ryan Howard and Eric McDonald. I, I just really think in, in those three players we found uh, a future core that we're just going to keep um, adding to uh, our next season in the draft. and. Uh, maybe some players that are on the roster now that continue with us for uh, the next few seasons. But uh, just really excited uh, about Naz Hillman being a part of this team. Uh, but before jumping into 2023 stat projections, I just want to go over uh, some of her season highlights from this past season. Uh, uh, Naz Hillman scored at least 15 points, uh, including 10 games where she earned at least 25 points. And her season high was 32 in a win against Purdue, where she shot 12 of 14 from the floor. <laughs> like That's just not even fair, uh, being that efficient. Uh, but yeah, just consistently scores. I know a lot of people uh, said the reason why she slipped further down in the draft was uh, because of her size. But uh, I just think, I'm going to go over this a little more, but uh, I, I just think she has the skill set. And like just the, the mindset to get in the right positions to, to be able to score. And I think it is going to trans, transition into the W. Uh, I just have just so much hope for her. And I think she will be uh, able to get to this level in the future. Um, she also earned 18 double-doubles throughout the season. And in seven of her last eight games, including against high-caliber opponents like Maryland, uh, where she got 29 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, uh, against Iowa, she got 18 points, 15 rebounds, 3 assists. And against Louisville, she got 18 points, 11 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, and 1 block. So just it, it, she's going against a high level of talent consistently, um, being in that Big Ten conference. And uh, I'm hoping uh, over the years, like uh, I'll go over this uh, in just a second, but uh, I'm not expecting a, a lot for her for this season, but I, I just see a, a bright future for uh, playing uh, behind, especially uh, Cheyenne Parker at that four. Uh, but again, in my opinion, I just think Naz has the 
the mental drive, skills, and talent needed to eventually succeed in the W. Um, she has the inside moves to score consistently and the instincts to be in the right place at the right time to grab rebounds that uh, will just make her a successful post player. Uh, with the dream step that forward for 2022 and Cheyenne Parker, Monique Billings, Nia Coffey, and Megan Walker, uh, it really gives her an opportunity to grow at a steady pace uh, throughout the season in preparation for um, what I'm hoping will be uh, a bigger workload in 2023. And then um, she full on takes on that starting role uh, when Cheyenne Parker's contract is over for the, the 2024 season. So that's ultimately what I'm hoping. And maybe she'll grab it sooner. Maybe she'll take a, a little longer. But uh, I, I just like her game so much. Uh, but um, again, I, I just see uh, Naz's minutes uh, increasing as her tenure is here uh, with the Atlanta Dream, but I also um, improving, see it improving in a small way um, as the, the season comes along. Uh, I think she, just by looking at, I know this is a really, really small sample size, but just looking at the first preseason game uh, where uh, Coach Wright just uh, gave everybody a, a good chunk of minutes. I, I think there is going to be that balance, especially with uh, a 36-game schedule where um, some games Naz will um, see, uh, I would say, up to like 15 to 17 minutes. And then there'll be other games where she sees 5 to 7. So I, I think it's going to heavily fluctuate, but um, she will get those opportunities uh, throughout the season. Uh, if we end up being a, a lottery team, like a, a lot of people are saying, then I think especially uh, after the All-Star break, we could be seeing a, a lot more of her uh, to start preparing uh, for the, the 2023 season. Maybe we trade uh, one of our uh, forwards so she can get more experience. But uh, as I've said in previous episodes, I, I am hoping that uh, the Dream are competing for a playoff spot this season. I think we do have the talent to be competitive, and I'm going to be rooting for that. And I still think uh, Naz Hillman will be able to contribute. Um, something that the situation uh, reminds me of a little uh, is uh, the situation that Monique Billings had in 2018 when uh, she was a rookie, where uh, just a, a lot of fluctuation in minutes, but uh, had some games where she got 20 plus. Uh, just played herself into that. And uh, I just really see like the career trajectory being really similar uh, to Monique Billings and this season uh, being really similar in what uh, she's able to do uh, on the court and uh, just the high level of play that, and intensity that she plays with. Um, the same hustle and drive, like I, I just think she's going to be uh, a strong leader and I'm glad that um, she at least gets one season uh, playing behind uh, someone that just puts in their full effort like Monet Billings uh, if she is only here for another season. But, uh, yeah, I'm just really excited that she is a part, uh, Naz is a part of the Dream's future. Um, so here's uh, four stat projections that I have for her. Again, uh, I have her for the whole season averaging around 10 minutes, again, because of that fluctuation, some games she plays less than 10, some it goes towards 15, so settled on like 10 being a, a good number for the full season. Uh, but I have her scoring 151 points, uh, which averages out to 4.2 per game, 126 rebounds, which averages the 3.5 per game. I have her getting 29 assists, which averages the 0.8 per game, so most games she'll be able to 
set up one of her teammates for a score, and then 14 steals, uh, which averages out to .39 per game. And yeah, I, I wondered to share those. Like, I went low just because of uh, the Atlanta Dreams forward depth, and I think this will be a season where uh, we just want to get her acclimated to the, the WNBA and uh, her just trying to work up her skills and uh, athleticism to the point where she can succeed in this league. But I absolutely want her to just destroy those numbers, earn more playing time, and show already why uh, she was the steal of the draft. But um, that's where I have her right now. Uh, but in the near future, uh, the game on 5-1, uh, May 1st, against the Connecticut Sun, uh, I can see her getting a lot of playing time. And again, I just hate um, that these preseason games are not televised. But um, just with how um, close the, the game is to the, the regular season, I really think we're going to uh, very suddenly play our starting players in that game. And now she'll get an even bigger opportunity than she did in the last one, where I believe she got um, around 15 minutes. So um, I'm expecting hopefully uh, more than 20 minutes just with uh, wanting to give more a look to the, the players that will be uh, on the bench and everything to start. So uh, very curious to be looking at those box scores, hopefully get some highlights, but uh, I really see her uh, being able to play more uh, against the Connecticut Sun. Uh, but yeah, to, to close, I, I know like with other players, like I've broken down like where they are uh, in WNBA history or franchise history. Uh, for Naz, I just wanted to go over some of her accomplishments. And uh, I got this from uh, the Michigan Athletic website, and I'll uh, post the link in my description. Uh, but yeah, she just accomplished so much uh, in her time uh, in a Michigan Wolverine uniform and uh, she's, I'm hoping she gets the success uh, with the Atlanta Dream that she had there. Uh, but she was the first player in Michigan history, both on the men's and women's side, to score at least 2,000 points, and she scored 2,183 and had at least 1,000 rebounds, and she had 1,063. Nass holds the record in career double-doubles with 52 and free throws made with 487, and uh, that's something that I was really impressed with as well, and um, putting herself in those situations where uh, she can set up that and one and get uh, a potential opportunity to score another point for her team, or just uh, getting to the line if she's not able to score off the, the shot and everything. Like Just the amount of times she put the defenders in a situation where she would get fouled was uh, phenomenal, and I'm hoping it's something that does uh, continue in the WNBA. Um, she also holds the record for most points in a single game. She scored 50 points against Ohio State uh, on January 20th, uh, 2021. And I watched that game and just, wow, again, similar to what I said about the Purdue game uh, earlier this season, just it's not fair when someone is in so much rhythm like uh, Naz Hillman was in that game. Just when she's on, she is on and, and really hard to stop. Uh, and lastly, uh, probably the biggest landmark for her, and I touched uh, on it at the beginning of the episode, uh, but she led, she like she was the foundation for the Wolverines uh, in that Elite Eight run, and it was their first ever uh, trip to the Elite Eight, and they don't get there without her. They, I don't think they get close. Uh, she was just such a, a landmark player for uh, the Wolverines, and I'm just hoping... Uh, she becomes a landmark player in Atlanta and takes us to 
uh, new heights that we haven't seen before either. And uh, yeah, just really excited about her potential and proving the people wrong, like all those teams that passed on her uh, to where she was able to get drafted at 15th by us. I just really think uh, she's going to be a steal uh, in this uh, past draft. Uh, but yeah, that's my uh, player profile for Naz Hillman. Uh, next, I'll be doing uh, Atlanta Dream uh, free agent acquisition, former Atlanta Dream player Nia Coffey. So really excited to be doing that, that episode. And then again, uh, this weekend, I'll be doing a, a preseason preview again for the Connecticut Sun game. What I'm hoping to see on the box scores and in the stat sheet, and then a, a post-game one a couple a couple days later after that. So uh, mostly just super, super excited for uh, the regular season to be uh, getting started. Uh, just uh, where the Atlanta Dream are going to head this season, what direction we're going to take, and I'm hoping that we're going to really surprise people. And uh, the player I went over in this one, Naz Hillman, helps uh, the dream be that surprise and everything, and she's a surprise in her in herself. So, uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you later.